Hey guys. Hey everyone. What's going on? What's goody? This is a very exciting moment for us right now. It's a special episode, y'all. Yeah, it's a very, very special episode with a very, very special guest. No, thank you. No, um, hi. How are you? I'm just so honored to be here. I'm a fan of this podcast, and uh, I'm a fan of Sherelle, a friend, dear friend, and her family, and Sierra. Um, like I was saying, I, I actually listen to this podcast when I'm on the road traveling, yeah. so uh, it's nice to be here. I don't know if I'm gonna listen to myself though. So. Yeah, you have to listen yeah, to, you have to, you have to <laughs> listen We have to, to listen yourself. to ourselves every week, so yes. I mean, you know, critique. You know yes, yeah. yes. But I'm Kevin. I didn't introduce. Yes, myself. introduce yourself. Kevin, <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, I mean, I'm Kevin. Kevin Wilson <laughs> Jr., uh, a filmmaker from A and T. Yes, and, uh, we're here like in Greensboro. Right. Um, here for some great things that are happening, and I'm really excited to be here. This is so dope. <laughs> I know, we're excited. This is so dope. I feel like you're just like really being humble right now. Yeah. And I just oh, want you to like kind of just like, like yo, first of all, yeah. what I do, here's my resume. Right. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me, them know who you are. Like, yes. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, dope. you're a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. I try not to do, there's someone, um, so we were doing the rehearsal earlier at, the, mm. at A&T and, and someone was like, um, oh, you're a filmmaker? I said, yeah. And they, and they said, what have you done? And I was like, oh, oh. you know, just a couple short films. And uh, she's like, okay, cool. And so when they announced um, you know, my Oscar nomination. Oh, no, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> just, just let them know. Like, she looked back, that title, she like... looked back and was like, wait. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So that happens a lot. I try not to lead with it because it's kind of like an embarrassing thing because I'm shy a little bit. But, uh, you know, hey, like, hey, I'm an Oscar nominee. It's like, you don't really. You How know. many people do you know are an Oscar nominee? Right. You don't come across those people. Yeah. Okay, well, day. you probably but know a few people now. Like people treat right. you differently. You know what I mean? People people treat mm. you differently yeah. when, you, when they don't know. Yeah. And like I've I've been in situations where people have treated me a certain way, and then they found out, and then they were like, you know, yeah. So I was like, man, they tone you know, changes. They a little t- bit. whole tone changes, mm. right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just keep it low key for a little. Well, <laughs> this is like, not yeah. the place to be humble, uh, okay? Sure. Yeah, All no, right, no, so let sure. them know you, you're Oscar nominated. Okay, you're doing things. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying. Exactly. How y'all doing? I'm excited. I'm happy to I'm be good. here. I'm excited. Yes, this yes. Is dope. This is real dope. So, so we're gonna we're gonna jump in. We're gonna first, you know, ask you what can't you wrap your head around? Oh man, okay. <laughs> I'm going first. Yes, you're going right, so first. This is actually something that happened um maybe a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I just can't get with like New Yorkers and I know Cheryl's <laughs> laying. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for it. But New Yorkers it. have this thing where like if you say anything negative about anything in New York. It's like they jump on you, and I can't get. It's like my thing was like I don't like the bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll in New York, and like for some reason, cut, cut the episode. <laughs> and for some reason, people are just like they think that okay, maybe I didn't have it at the right place, you, and it's like yeah. so it's like wait, did you go? Did you did it have poppy season? Or was what was was it the right, bun? I've had so many different places. It was places. stale. I it, get it. It, it was, was like stale. it was but the, the roll is like like hard and thick and yeah. unnecessary. It's you great. Know I mean? it's, it's too much awesome. bread. And the bacon is all thin. It's like a piece of like Listerine strip. Yes. That's how thin it is. And the cheese is like the craft cheese that you get from the yes. uh that you get from the supermarket. It's incredible. So I said I, that. No. I no. actually agree with Kevin. What are you saying? Yes, yeah, you, you yeah. Know what I'm I, I am with you. We're right here. <laughs> I've been to New York several times and had that same sandwich, and I was like, I can't believe this I paid, horrible. you know, six dollars for this. No, because my mom is from Queens, right? Is and she? she talks about it all the time. Make sure you get a bacon egg exactly. and cheese in a roll. And like, so when I say I didn't like it, so I wrote it on my Facebook and I put commas in it because I didn't know what it was supposed <laughs> to be like 
all one word. And uh, <laughs> like, first of all, and, I, and they, they really jumped on me. And I was like, man, like, yeah, you I don't can't. put bacon, come in. Yeah. <laughs> I on, did. Come on. So, what is that? What is it with New Yorkers and their whole like protection over everything? That that's is? like, that's, that's like question. the, I mean, that's like, that's <laughs> what New York is in a bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's like how you had the, like the Philly cheesesteak, like that's what it is. But you know what, Misha and I went to we you know we live an hour from Philly, okay, and we, where we live in Jersey. So we drove to Philly for a cheesesteak, and it was trash. Where did you like, go? The che- we went to Delisandros, and and we and we went to <laughs> we went to Ishka Bibbles and Delisandros, and Del- Ishka Bibbles was better than Delisandros. You should have started with Ishka. You know what? Your I, your pot your palate was messed up with Delisandros. It was awful. Don't Wait, do that again. Hold on, time out. Are Don't you do- getting bacon egg and cheeses in New Jersey? No, no, no. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's nah, where you going nah, wrong. Nah, nah. Like that's that's. I've it. had a lot of bacon, egg, and cheese. Uh, so I got a couple in Queens, Jamaica, Queens, oh. where I used to live there. You're pity me. And then and then and then and then Harlem and Brooklyn and the Bronx, and they were all equally trash, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, why don't you just go to Long Island? Kevin is really talking shit is right now. Good? Go to Ferrings, get you a bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> Okay. Oh is it good there? It's incredible. Is but it, is it like, do they toast the roll? I've never had a bag and, bacon, egg, and cheese until I went, yeah. They toast Until it. I came down to Charlotte, okay. where they put it on a croissant, and they put it in a, a Well, little, no, the croissant is good. It's nice. It's like a nice, it's like, it's like fancy, yeah, it like fancies soft. up the sandwich, <laughs> makes it kind of sexy. We don't, we don't want to, why don't you tell them what you can't wrap your head around, because we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't do fancy Fair. bacon, egg, and cheese. I actually can't wrap my head around cheer wine. I think it's disgusting. It's horrible. Whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Thank you, Sid. Cheer wine is gross. It's Come on, man. Gross. I don't also, have enough. I don't have enough here, thumbs. Right? I don't have enough thumbs for how terrible it is. That is pretty, yes, that is so pretty insulting. As it's, a North Carolinian, I'm out. really, really insulted right I don't, now. Get him out of here. Listen, it's no offense, but it's the trash. It's offense. Oh, it's, it's, it's a grade A trash drink. I guess I know how you guys feel now with me talking about your bacon comma and comma cheese. Because I mean, cheer wine is like we can't have anything here without cheer wine. You know, it's like it's like it. It's like the soda. It's the soda. When I first moved here, everybody kept telling me, "You need to have cheer wine." It's like you know the greatest thing on earth, the best thing since sliced bread. And I was highly disappointed. I just mm-hmm. I don't see the hype. Where I don't. You, where are you gross. from? I'm from Philly. Oh, you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry about your cheese steak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so wait. So when you moved down here. Um, did you have, like, what do you think of Bojangles as well? Oh, Bojangles is it. Okay, cool. Yes, Bojangles is the spot to be. Because most people from this, like, it's not better than Popeye's. So Absolutely not. I don't think Popeye's is delicious. The only... You, and y'all can take away my Up North card if you want to. <laughs> That's fine. Have it. Popeye's is not good, delicious. The only thing good from Bojangles is the little kid bow box, the little chicken strips. Oh, they fries. Man. That's it. That's it. Actually, Bojangles is, is it's probably the best, I think, fried chicken place Kevin. in the country. Kennedy, wow. Kennedy fried chicken better is better. Fr- Kennedy Whoa, fried chicken no, is better than Bojangles. No. The only thing good about Kennedy fried chicken is the price, because you can get like it's good. fifteen pieces of chicken for a dollar. Wait a minute, y'all just gonna act like Price's chicken coop in Charlotte don't exist? Price, I never been there. <gasps> so is that Price's chicken coop is overrated? <gasps> I can't say. That. Wow, I, I think we have to end the show. I think I we have to cancel it. the show. Their fish now. on point. Their chicken not so much. Kevin, next time you come to Charlotte, I will treat you to some Price's chicken coop. You don't want it. What is it? There's a. Um, it's in South. End South. It's, yeah, it's in South End. Yeah, so yeah. You know, South End is real. Like, I like. I'd like that. South End people. We can leave her. She, she obviously she doesn't like, like it. They don't look like us. <laughs> you know what? What, what, what can't oh, you not, grab your head around? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's probably not good. It was there before the white people got there. They have been. Yes, around for they a long they time, gentrified that area right around the the shop. The shop's been there for a long time. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. They chicken is overrated. They fish. 
sis, what, what can't you wrap your head around? Ugh, I can't wrap my head around all this construction that's happening in downtown Charlotte with these bike lanes. Like, yes. you're literally reconstructing the street to put lines. <laughs> Is that necessary? <laughs> Is that necessary to cause all this traffic to put, or you just get us some paint? Get a little stencil. Let's keep it moving. It's the ramifications of gentrification. I don't yeah. understand what we need bike lanes for. Yeah, they yeah, they don't want to get hit, I guess. Yeah. But, but they should ride on the sidewalk. There you right? go. Well, that that's the thing. There's not a lot of sidewalks down here. That's true. Coming from up north, like like you know, I live like in Huntersville where there's no sidewalks. Mm-hmm. So any any like on any given Saturday between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., there's someone riding a bike on a two lane mm-hmm. road, and mm-hmm. it is the most. It's the worst thing ever. The worst is when they're on Sundays and they ride as a crew. Oh. It's like 20 of them. Like, and, and do they ride in the middle of the street? Like, do they do that up down here? Where some depending on like what street it is. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll ride to the side, yeah. but then because it's, like, a plethora of them, hmm. they're almost in a minute. You know, I'm just trying to get to church on time, yeah. and y'all are in my way. No, I, like, in New York, <laughs> I, I'm trying to... The, the few times I do drive to NYU when I was there, it's like um, I'm driving, and then bikers, they're driving the middle of the street with the traffic, mm-hmm. and they're driving, they're riding so slow, and it's just like, I've been late many times because these mm. bikers want to just be cars. Yes. And then, like, that is just kind of ridiculous. They're so, a little like, bit more aggressive. for me, aggressive. it's like, okay, build a Terrible. bike lane for them yeah. so that they can they're aggressive up north. They're aggressive yeah. up north, the bike riders. But yeah, they're literally like tearing up the streets, causing hella traffic just yeah. to put some lines in the road that it's they can just paint it. in like a couple hours. <laughs> How long have they been doing that? How long is the construction? Oh. It, well, oh. So I've been living in Charlotte. I've been there oh, for wow. about almost 20 years now. And it's been construction for about 20 years. <laughs> but they like just started in like the main part. So it was at like Trade and Tryon Street. They just started it. Sweet. So it's just like pushing like the halal truck that's on the corner that I be eating from all the time. Like mm-hmm. they done moved it. Like rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot. It's rude. a lot. But the city can't handle those those small two lane streets anymore. It's really too much. Yeah. That's so, true. Sir. Yeah. That's true. All right. Let's jump into this episode. Let's do it. Let's, let's talk about the man of the hour oh, here. Man. Sweet. Yes. Sweet. So. How does it feel back? How does it feel to be back in Aggieland? It feels good. It feels nice. Um, they're doing a lot on campus. There's a lot. There's some new buildings that's come up. I think there's a, a clock tower there that I oh, yeah. didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's nice. You know, I haven't been like the only place I've been so far is the Alumni Foundation Center. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go back into the library again. That's where. Um, when I was doing my plays on campus as a student, we would rehearse in the basement of that library. Nice. Like, yeah. Like sneak in and because uh, we really didn't have anywhere to go because mm-hmm. we weren't an organization. Mm-hmm. So we'd sneak into the basement and rehearse in a room there and then we would sneak into Martina Hall. Into, a, into Ooh, like a, a classroom. I feel like building. everybody stuck into Martina Hall to do like Everybody's got a something. Martina Hall. Rehearsals. Yeah. yeah. The tour and Verge and stuff. Yep. Like, yep. Everybody mm-hmm. stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No lights. No yeah. locks. And, right, like, at all. What's up with that building? Yeah. yeah. Like, for sure, for like sure. seriously, yeah. <laughs> seriously, so it'd be nice to to reminisce, and uh, but it feels good, you know. Mm-hmm. It feels good, yeah, yeah. Plus, this is the place where Misha, Misha went to UNCG, okay. Um, but this is the place where we kind of fell in love, mm-hmm. you know. And so it feel like we put the mm-hmm. we we sent the kids back to her parents in Shelby, mm-hmm. North Carolina, and um, and so we're just it's just us, you know. The two that's of us dope. Yeah, that's dope. So it's like we're gonna go to the places we used to go to mm-hmm. and. You right, know, so it feels that's good. Dope. Yeah. That's dope. So, like, speaking of plays, mm. you had your first play and you rehearsed in the basement, and then you performed it at Harrison. Yeah. So you went from performing your first play at Harrison mm. that was like sold out. I remember I was there; it was oh, incredible. Wow. You wow. had students, 
And now you're on like the main stage, literally yeah. the main stage <laughs> of Hollywood. Yeah. Like it's nuts. It's nuts. Uh, like what's that transition looking yeah, like? Yeah, what is like, that? What is like? that? Yeah, it's such a you know, it's such a, a a slow transition and it's still transitioning. So um, you know, I, I sometimes I try to move quietly, so a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. how much work is going on behind the scenes, as you guys probably know what yeah. you, what, you, what you what you all are doing here. Mm-hmm. But um it's been really rewarding, you know, and it feels good to finally be in a place where I'm able to walk into a room and then someone listens to what I have to say, mm-hmm. um, especially in Hollywood, because it's so difficult to get past the gates of Paramount. Like, it was, it was so long. Like, I was outside. Like, I remember when I first went to New York, I would, uh, on my way to work, I would stop by HBO and, like, drop my resume off with the security guard there. Yeah. Wow. And, like for like years and yeah. I never got a call back. And I remember going back um, earlier this year to do um, a panel discussion at HBO, you know, <laughs> with the Motion Picture Association of America. Wow. And it was just like, that was, so it was the first time I actually That's walked incredible. past the security. That, yeah. Was, the same people weren't there anymore. I wouldn't say, like, I would have been right. like, remember me? Right. But it felt good to walk through and, and, you know, as like a filmmaker that someone wanted to listen to. So those moments where it's like, you're fighting so hard to, mm-hmm. to be heard. You know, which I think so many artists in general are. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most rewarding part of all of this, you know. That is a dope full circle moment. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Yeah. What's, like, something... So, you know, you're, you're back here on campus. Is there... Are, are you seeing, like, the I guess, like, the hustle, the same hustle that you have? Are you seeing it in the students here now? Mm. Or, like, is it something that you know, you want to instill, help instill in the students now? Yeah. I haven't met that many students yet. I mean, I have a cousin who um, who goes to tea. And uh, one of the things that I was trying to encourage her to do uh, is to major in something that you enjoy just mm-hmm. because you'll put a lot more work into it. You know, so if, like, you're an athlete and, you know, m- maybe you're not even a college athlete, but you're an athlete in high school, you don't want to play college sports, but that's what you're passionate about, mm. you know, um, you know, major in the sports right. medicine or sports, you know, enter the sports training program and do something because you're really going to put your all into what you enjoy. And, like, Philip and I were just talking about it before, you know, earlier, just about, um, you know, when I was there, there were so many students who wanted to be filmmakers, but in our particular program, it's like heavy on the news and like journalism and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. we were all trying to find ways to implement creative storytelling into our curriculum. And so more than anything, like I know the students have the passion. I, I want to convince the faculty and the administration to start you know, establishing a film program here yeah. or just like a creative storytelling program mm-hmm. because, you know, and Philip was saying there were even more than what, what there was when I was here. Mm-hmm. People, like students who are really like trying to do this and, you know, there are not that many HBCUs with film programs. Mm-hmm. Like right. Howard is one of them. Hampton is, is starting one. And uh, I think I think FAMU has one. Yeah. But A&T, you know, we, yeah. we really have to get on the ball because... You know, there are a lot of people in the industry who are dying to hear from our voices. And like, you know, at NYU, where I got my master's, there are people at the undergraduate level who are coming out of NYU with these crazy reels and going off and directing episodes of like television, of blackish and of grownish and like straight out of like undergrad or like at least working on it um, in a really, you know, strong capacity creatively. And we could be doing the same thing. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? We could be putting out students who go into the industry and start writing on mm-hmm. on uh, Queen Sugar. Yeah. Because they're young black... Th- these rooms are young black people. Like, Insecure's room 
are young black women. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like we had the talent, you know, um, you know, and we had the intellectual capacity in the students at ANT. We just need a curriculum that's going to match that. Right. You know? right. Right. Aren't you supposed to be? You're going to be hosting like a filmmaking class or like a seminar. Yeah. Tomorrow. Week, right? Tomorrow. Yeah. Dope. And uh, so I hope to talk about that. You know, and of course I hope to ins- you know encourage and inspire some of the students and. Mm-hmm. Give them some of the things that I've learned, you know, since I started and uh, what I've learned from being on sets and stuff like that. Um, but then I'm also going to be meeting with uh, the dean, the College of Art and Sciences mm-hmm. tomorrow as well. It's like, you know, um, and being on the board there. And the reason why I'm excited to do that is because, again, <coughs> I, I want to help, you know, elevate the curriculum. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when you're like on the outside and when you're in L.A. and when you're, you know, in a room in, at Paramount, you know, uh, Sorry, I don't mean to name names. But like when you're in a room at a, right. in a, at a studio like and Paramount. you have, or, <laughs> or any studio, <laughs> and you have a script in front of you, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's an all black cast, mm-hmm. but you're the only black person in the room, mm-hmm. you know, with white writers and white producers. Oh, yeah. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like, ha- you know, you need someone in there that's going to understand the cultural significance of the characters who you're trying to portray mm-hmm. you see the need you know what I mean? you see the need yeah. for you know um you know more black writers more black producers more black directors and yeah. the best way to do that is by having film programs at historically black colleges absolutely you know? absolutely i think you know when you say that you know sherelle and i you know we we know had went back to the school was that two years ago at this point yeah, two and did the ago. did the podcast panel and that was something we talked about behind the scenes like the the program itself, you know, it could use some work, you know, it needs some transitioning and mm-hmm. so that we can stay relevant, that the program stays relevant. Mm-hmm. And with the times, you know, filmmaking, podcasting, people mm-hmm. are interested in these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, you know, if, if ANC doesn't have an avenue for people to, to fall into, then they might go somewhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important that us as alumni go back to the school because then that the students get to see, like, the work is working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, exactly. You know one thing, one good thing NYU does is that like when someone graduates, they have usually they, the people who are teaching there, other than like you know your seasoned you know veteran filmmakers, mm-hmm. are like students, like mm-hmm. recent graduates. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think that's important is because of what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like Sierra, you should go back and Sherelle, you go back to A and T and teach a podcast class right. because that's the new wave. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Obviously, radio is important and. You know, one could question the relevancy when you put when you put it up against a podcast. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like true. podcasts are, you know, to me seems to be the new wave of reaching people audibly. Mm-hmm. You know what Very I mean? True. Where like, like I said, like I don't listen to the radio when I'm in the car. I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Listen to you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and Trevor Noah and Justin Simeon and, and yeah. you know, those podcasts. Right. You know what I mean? And so um, I think programs should be training students so that they can go out and be equipped to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. You know what I mean? So, like, what would you tell yourself the 2009, like, so just, I'm painting the scene. Like, so you're on the stage at Harrison, (laughs) standing ovation, this whole play with, like, you know, some of your best friends were in that play. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would you tell 2009 Kevin Mm. versus 2019 Kevin? Mm. Wow. I I would tell him to, to enjoy the journey. Mm -hmm. So many, so often I was so, especially during that time, focused on where I wanted to be, you know. I was like a filmmaker. You never think it's going to happen. But like in 2000, I was like, man, I hope to get nominated for an Oscar one day, right? And and during that time, it's like, I know what it's going to feel like. Like I had an idea of what it was going to be like. But then when I actually got there, it was very different. And the reason why was because I was like 
so focused on the destination on the destination mm-hmm. there was like the journey I was like grinding and sometimes forgetting to stop and like just smell the roses and like enjoy right. the process you mm-hmm. know and like what I've learned um, is that um, this is like the artist's life like even the ascent to where you're trying to go is part of the artist's life and it's going to feel like that even after you get there you right. know Oscar mm-hmm. nominated the Oscar is one night like a four hour program and after that you know it has to continue. You have to go mm. go back and write the next thing. So, like, one has to be, like, more invested and passionate about the process. And sometimes that means, like, yeah, like, you know, you're home writing, you know what I mean, for yeah. a month, yeah. you know what I mean? Or, you know, whatever. You're out, you're out grinding and looking for the next thing. Um, mm-hmm. But that's all a part of it, you know, mm-hmm. so. That's cool. Has becoming nominated for an Oscar, like, actually, like, lit up more of a fire for you? In Mm. any way, like, are you like, oh, word? (laughs) (laughs) Strangely, um, it's like it's a lot of a lot more pressure. Like, Mm -hmm. especially when you have now like managers and agent and like lawyer and stuff like that on your team. It's like you you write something, and the the I've had to like you know remind myself that writing is fun because Mm -hmm. like it's been like this thing where I write something, I send it to my team, and then they 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 give notes and. Um, and then also it's like, well, this is good, but is, is this Oscar good? And it's like, oh, I don't want that all leaving over your head. Yeah. Uh, so like, I've actually uh. recently had to like go back and say, um, I like this is what I love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm not doing this because I want to get any kind of acclaim or anything like that, but just because I think it's a dope story that my wife, Mish, or my mom would enjoy. Right? Mm. You know? Yeah, I can feel you. I, I dig it. You. So you've already like worked with one incredibly talented, everybody's favorite mm-hmm. black person, almost, <laughs> 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 Mrs. Spike Lee. Now Oscar award winning, finally. Yeah, finally. Mrs. Yeah. Spike Lee, and I finally saw Black Klansman. What do you and, think? Like, I get it. Yeah. it. I get why he won. Loved it was it. an incredible you saw, you story. It. Loved it. Incredible oh story. My God, yeah. Incredible story. But like, who's that one person besides Spike Lee hmm. that you're like, if you get that call, you're dropping everything, and I'm hmm. going to work with them. Hmm. I think, you know, uh, there's one filmmaker who, and a lot of people don't know who he is, but his mm-hmm. name is Steve McQueen. Oh yeah, uh, that's him. Yeah. yeah, Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. Yes, and um, Widows. 12, okay, so 12 Years a Slave and then Widows. Yeah, Widows. And mm-hmm. then there were two films that he made before 12 Years a Slave. One was called Hunger and the other was called um, Shame. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Hunger was about the um, this uh, hunger strike that took place in Ireland in this prison. And um, it's, it stars, um, oh, man, his name is escaping me, X-Men guy. Uh, the guy Hugh plays, Jackman? No, no. The guy no. who plays Charles Xavier? Oh, oh man, why, why can't I think of his name? It's awful. I'm usually really... Whatever. James so, Mc, Mc... No, no. no. It's like, um, he also was in 12 Years a Slave. He played the slave owner. Um, Pat, Michael, Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Yes. 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 It starred Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. And like for me, that's where I learned um, about character arc and like character transformation because like he, the way he looked in the beginning of the film and then he went on this hunger strike and like his ribs were like protruding out and it was like this crazy and I was like man this is raw filmmaking and like to me he's one of the greatest filmmakers of our time and mm. if he ever, I saw him at the airport once and I was starstruck and if he ever hit me up I was like Kevin I'm trying to he's a British guy I heard your British accent actually it's good podcast. isn't it isn't it I don't so want to try mine isn't it so good <laughs> it's pretty good actually why are you why are you it's lying it's so good it's so good Kevin it's so come good. on it's what? actually pretty good thank why you, you? Why? Thank but you. if he ever hit me up in his British accent and, and said uh, 
Okay, say this, Sherelle. Say in your British accent. Say, I want to work with you. I, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work with you. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, you Kevin, are you serious? I, I did a good... I want to... I want to work with you. That's pretty right? good. Okay, bad. you do a sis, because hers is way better they than They are both looking at me, and I'm like, y'all are unreal. Right, it's so it. good. What am I saying? I want to work with you. I want to work with you. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's actually very was, well. That's very well. I mean, uh, they're, they're both very good. <laughs> Kevin, you don't have to lie to us. <laughs> but yeah, if you ever said that, I would, I, I would actually, um, I would actually, I would actually work with him or for him for no money. I'd, I'd turn yeah. down a million dollars to do something like that. Wow. Yeah. Because for me, um, artistry and leaving legacy is more important than like stacking your bank account. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I think we're coming to an end, you know, because so. you got somewhere to be, oh. you know. I know. So quick. I'm I sorry. know. We'll have to have you back on the show again. I would love this, man. This was actually a lot of fun. It was. It really, to, really we was. We need to do this again or like a part two or something. I'm with it. You see, we Please. travel. I know. That's really kind. <laughs> so do you all ever get back up north or... Um, no. for the for the podcast, no, no, we haven't conquered up north yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. we would like to. Yeah, you know, um, mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of gotta kind of kind of conquer Charlotte first. Yeah, before we can, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like it might be easier to conquer up north. To be you honest, you think so? Yeah, Charlotte is a is a is a clickish, very mm. clickish, very clickish type of thing. Is it, is. It, is it like you know people already like have their groups and they're like not trying to yes support. Mm-hmm. 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 That's exactly what that is. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we talk that's about it often, but we we trying to we trying to shift that. We yeah. trying to shake some things up because <laughs> yeah. we're over it. Yeah. yeah, that's unfortunate. Totally yeah. over we all, it. We all have room to eat, room at the table. Absolutely, we do. We do. And we we just make our own table if that's the case. Mm-hmm. There it is. Boom. There it is. <laughs> Anything else you want to leave the people with? No, you thank know? y'all, man. I'm really excited about where this is going and uh, what y'all are doing. So keep it up. Well, tell them what you're going to be doing tonight real quick. We didn't even... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm doing this town hall tonight with... Um, I'm moderating a panel discussion between Jasmine Guy, who's mm-hmm. a dear friend, and uh, Loretta Devine, mm-hmm. and Chloe and Hallie. Uh, and so we we'll be... ultimate fans. Yeah, <laughs> Chloe, yeah. Well, all of them, but... So, I mean, they, they, and, and their ascent alone is just really, uh, really nice to, Incredible. to witness. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, we'll be talking about artistic evolution and... Um, you know, the generational uh, differences between Miss Divine and Jasmine's rise to, to mm. fame and then Chloe and Hallie's in the digital age. Which gotcha. be interesting oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so, very interesting. That's going to be dope, for yeah. sure. There, I mean, the tickets were free. So, like, there may be people who reserve the ticket who don't show up because they, they don't feel that like they waste the money. That could be interesting. Maybe y'all should just come through and... Say less. Yeah, say less. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, I got it. I actually have one. I have one more, actually. We'll figure it out. We can work it out. We will figure <laughs> it out. Yes. Kevin, thank you so much thank for being on the show. Thank you so much for doing this. Bless y'all, this. man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. See ya.